0: Hello and welcome to episode number two of Merv Hughes Fishing. I'm Kevin Hillier, and the star of the show is right here, right in all his uh, uh, steam glory, Laurie. Jason Kennedy. <laughs> yes. Oh, and this bike over here, his name's Merv Hughes.
1: Yeah, it's Merv Hughes Fishing Podcast. Right? Is, is that what it is? <laughs> well, why are you introducing him first? Well, <laughs> Because Jason Kennedy, <laughs> who's <certainly> who, more <laughs> important. Um, okay. Hello, hello Mervyn. how be cold? It's been freezing, Since yes. podcast one, <laughs> to podcast two, I've got to be honest, not a lot of fishing has been done. Do you, um, do you hibernate at this time of the year? Oh, mate, when it gets cold, um, trout fishing, you can do some, some cod fishing, cod get down deep, use bigger baits and on a slower troll. Um, and with the drawdown at Yarrawonga, I've heard some really good fish being caught up there, but... No, nah, inside for me, heater on. Watch guys catching them on TV. Jase,
2: do you hibernate? Yeah, I just got back. I've been down Nicholson on Nicholson River with a young fellow and my father and. Guess what? We didn't even trouble the score for two days fishing, but it was that cold. It was that cold in East Gifts land, I actually slept in the fridge to keep warm.
0: Yeah, it, it, uh, it's not – the big heavy jackets and stuff is fine, but that's more wet weather stuff than yeah. actually keeping you warm. It's yeah. it's not conducive
1: to well, it. Well, yeah, the thing about that too is that when you when you rug up like that and you put your jackets on, you can't move too freely. Yeah, And fish like bream, yeah. um, mate, you've you got to be all over them or – you give them a little bit of line and they're gone. So, um, yeah, mate, I, I hibernate. Although, having said that, we spoke about it on last week's uh, podcast, but a um, couple of weeks we're heading up to... Uh, east, east Gippsland? East yeah, Gippsland? yeah,
2: down to the Twin Rivers Brim Competition.
1: But it's East Gippsland, isn't it? Oh, it's East, 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 east Gippsland. Gippsland. Just Gippsland. Just past Bansdale. Yeah, Gippsland. just past Bansdale. Yeah, I'll just, just whack it into Google Maps twin, and I'll get back there. No, well, I knew it was past Bansdale. I was just trying to figure out my East and my West. I'll, is it mid-Gippsland, <laughs> east, east Gippsland? No, It's East Gippsland.
0: How did you go as a uh, as a cricketer when, when the captain said, <laughs> you move, you'll be opening from the northern end?
1: Do you yeah. have any
0: idea which no. he meant? Kevin, no. both you so and I know the answer. Said, them, if he <laughs>
1: said, I'd sort of look at him, grandstand end. Okay, I know. Happy days. <laughs> <not. laughs> so like we we've can... got ends. We've got, we've like, Lord's got the pavilion end and the nursery end. There's no north-south. Well, can't we put a grandstand at the end of each river or we each could. lake
0: or something? Yeah. and At least you'll know where you are and we, yeah. and we can work back from there. Yeah, no, we'll go all right.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so we, we're heading down there. That that should be a lot of fun. So um,
0: is, this, is this the time of the year when, if you're a fisherman, you are fixing up all your all your gear, getting all your gear Most, ready and upgrading yeah, yeah. your gear and, and finding out what's around the place. Is yeah. that what you do at this time of the year? You,
2: you know what they do? They go to the Melbourne boat show, big fella, and they yeah. buy a boat and <laughs> well, they screw it, off in yeah, month or two the months. The boat shows
1: <laughs> boat shows last weekend. Yep. Um and just massive. So Thursday, Friday was a little bit quiet, but Saturday, Sunday, um, I was in there Sunday, there were people everywhere till about probably three o'clock and then they started to disperse a bit, but um, Saturday in there, they reckon it was just absolutely humming. So time of the year, middle of winter, uh, people look to upgrade, uh, people look at what they're going to do um, in, in the summer of fishing when they get away for holidays over, over Christmas, and that, all that preparation starts now. Yep. So what,
0: what's, the, what's the hot boats? I mean, what, are, what, are pe- what sort of boats do people buy these days for, for fishing?
1: Well, it depends where you, where you want to fish, whether it's estuary, whether it's out in the bay, whether it's blue water. And then you go and, and find X. because a lot of people just want to fish and yep. they don't know where they want to fish. And if you, they don't know what they want to do, it's hard to sell them a boat. Yeah. So if you say, if you come in and say, like I, I do a lot of work through JV Marine, uh, Johnny Stubb and the boys down there, if someone comes in and they don't know what they want to do, the, the first thing you've got to understand is where do you want to go fishing? Now, yep. if you want to go estuary and, and Port Phillip Bay, you can buy a, an open boat. You're looking around four and a half, five metres. Yep. Um, so it's small enough to get in the estuaries. You can take it up to water, up to Lake Mulwala, uh Goldwyn River, up to the Gambia and all that, and you can get out in the bay quite comfortably. Yep. If you want to do the blue water stuff, you're looking for a bigger boat with a cabin because it, it blows up a bit out there and you don't want to get wet. Yep. And the open boats, when they blow up, they're a little bit wet, as we call it in the trade, Jason. Right, exactly.
0: A boats, boats like, and I've only, because my dad had boats, but a boats a bit like cars? Your first one's never going to be your last one. No, It's it's your transition <laughs> yeah. one to work yes. out how how yeah. you work it, what you can uh, Kevin, do with it and what you want out of it. Kevin,
2: Kevin, I'll take that. Every bloke gets a boat, then they sell that boat when they get married. Right. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. No, because you've got to pay for a bloody reason. wedding. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah but having, having said
1: that too, um, yeah, people just jump into it. And and they'll have they'll have a smaller boat. Yeah. And as they do more and more, they get a couple of mates at fish. They might join a club or whatever. Yeah. And it, it's just an upgrade. What was I your first it's...
0: boat? How big was your first boat? Was oh, it a dinghy? Or was it a tinny? Titanic? The Titanic down, <laughs> went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it had in common yeah, with the Titanic. Mate, so we had.
1: Well, I started. <laughs> I started with um, a mate in a half cabin. So um, Kenny Stone already had a boat and. The bloke he was in wanted to sell out. So my, my first boat was a five-and-a-half-metre seafarer. Okay. So what I've done there, I've probably gone the other way because I, I do more freshwater and estuary fishing. So I didn't want a cabin boat. I wanted a boat where um, you could stand up and cast. So um, I've gone from the, the top end uh, to the Renegade to now the Frontier, or Quintrex fishing boats, yep. um, and they're just open, um, so it just allows you to cast. Yep. we got a bimini on ours, which is a shade cover, very rarely goes up because you're, you're just working either casting or, or trolling, it just gets in the road a bit. And <laughs>
2: most boats called unsinkable, too.
1: <laughs> don't ask what happened to unsinkable. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm guessing. I'm just having no, a read. You rant. don't want to know. Just- you don't want to know, Kev. You don't want to know. <laughs> but yeah, it's specifically for what you want. And then if you're fishing with kids, um, you know, the, like I. I deal in, in quitraxes because I know their range but the the trophy and hornet I I had a look at those and for me they were just too shallow so if I took the kids out I was just afraid they're just going to step out of the boat because they, they are a, a real fishing boat okay. um, you know and they're they're probably up to about four and a half five meters but they're they're fairly shallow so I went for the the deeper boat and uh, didn't have to worry because the kids didn't come out fishing with me anyway <laughs> and I'm, I'm quite comfortable thank you very much <laughs>
0: Uh, what was your, your first boat, a
2: little one? Or yeah, you- yeah, twelve foot 10, a little yeah. brooker. Yeah, yeah got okay. that from yeah the local at Mobile Eastmore <laughs> Corford Marine. And yeah, you are right, just just a car car topper, and that was it. Yeah, and of course, yeah, then you up, upgrade. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, then you get married and you sell it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's that's the thing. People upgrade, 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 and then when they get too old, so they, they'll fish with their kids they'll fish with their mates when their kids leave home. You see them. It's the same as cars, and they downgrade. So, so you'll finish up in a dinghy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a real big dinghy. Uh, well, the, the, mate, I've gone for a 5.9 um, frontier, and, and the reason why, you have a look at me, like, I'm a pretty big bloke. Jase is fairly big. The guys that I fish with, I, I just hang around big blokes, so yep. it doesn't make me look huge. It yeah, just makes yeah, me look yeah. big. Um, mate, four or five guys in this boat, just gets up on the plane, no worries. Um, you can be all on one side of the boat. On a smaller boat, you you tip it ass up. But yep. you just want – I just like that stability where, you know, you can walk anywhere on the boat and you're not going to have a, a balance issue, Over balance issue. Yep, all
0: right. Trevor Holmes is going to join us. Trevor is uh, from the Victorian Inland Fishing Charters. He's next here on Merv Hughes Fishing. Merv Hughes Fishing and joining us now is Trevor Holmes from the Victorian Inland Fishing Charters. Hello, Trevor. Yeah,
1: good morning. How are we? Hello, Trevor. How are you, mate? All right? Good boys, all going good here. Now, you're, you've are you been up to a bit. Um, middle of winter, you would think traditionally in Victoria that uh, the fishing dies down, but uh, your well, your, your company, I suppose, for your charter operation, um, fairly busy, and you've had a bit of time off and spent a bit of time in New Zealand. Yeah, I did uh, a couple of weeks ago. I got over to New Zealand with uh,
3: Michael, who runs the other boat for me, Michael Evans and Bjorn Mayor and Neil Trotman. We went over there and... Uh, had a bit of a fish and had a bit of fun, and I actually was lucky enough to uh, get a PB over there. I upgraded my PB by 11 pounds. So I went from uh, a 16-pound rainbow last August to a 27-pound rainbow this year. So, yeah, pretty happy about that.
1: i got to tell you, Kevin, it's on his um, Facebook profile. Yep. And if you want to have a look at a thumping trout, um, go and have a look at the Victorian Inland Charters. Just wait, uh, search it up on Facebook. Yep. And you have a look at this fish. Now, Trevor's not a little man, but it made him look like a school kid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So where was that? Was that rivers or lakes over there, mate? That was in the canals uh, anywhere
3: between Tekapo and Twizel. We go over there with um, a good friend of ours, Graeme Edridge, from Open Seasons, New Zealand, and... uh yeah, we uh, we were up and down the canals and travelling around a bit to find the fish. But once we found them, we, we cracked into them. And two and a half days fishing, we got forty four trout. So a pretty good effort.
1: Oh, that's great. And and those canals were they the near ones or the one further away? Uh, yeah, very good, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're to move. They're the closer ones. The closer, closer ones, <laughs> ones, yeah, the
0: near canals. <laughs> Trevor, is the rainbow trout a good fish to to uh, you know to have fun some fun
3: with? Yeah, look, um, that big fellow of mine, uh, he took just over an hour to land, and he was about oh, just over a kilometre from where I hooked him up. So I had to chase him around a bit, and I'm not the fittest bloke around me. I think a foot race between me and Merv would be dead heat at the moment. But, uh, you yeah, know, uh, they do run you around a little bit, and he did jump out of the water a few times, which is pretty exciting stuff too.
1: Well, I was going to say, a fish that size, normally they don't jump, but he's still put on a bit of a, an aerial display. He did on initial
3: hookup. He came yeah. out of the water twice. And I actually said to Mick, I said, I reckon this is an absolute bumper. And I called it for 25 early on. And, uh, yeah, when we got him into the net and weighed him eventually, he was 27. So well,
1: That's that's a big fish. Now, apart from patting yourself on your back from your New <laughs> Zealand trip. Um, you know I don't when, do that. <laughs> Western districts. As I said, when it gets a little bit colder, it chills down here. Not a bad time to go fishing up your way.
3: Yeah, look, uh, we're only just uh, starting to see the trout turn up at Tolondo. They've been very quiet so far. We've had a terrific run of redfin, Uh, but we are starting to pluck a few trout off the surface now, which is good signs and uh, hopefully uh, a sign of things to come. But uh, down the track a little bit, I think once we have a few real crappy days where we get those cold, wet, blustery Westleys that you guys have experienced up here before, I think that's when the trout will really turn on. But... Uh, For the time being, we're getting through on redfin and the odd trout here and there. The best is yet to come up here.
1: And mainly to Londo, or are you searching the other lakes as well? Yeah, look, I haven't been too far away from home uh,
3: just recently, but I know there's a few nice redfin starting to come out of Lake Fines, down near Hall's Gap. Uh, Lake Belfield at Hall's Gap is producing some really nice trout and redfin. Uh, Taylor's Lake's just the other side of Horsham, has um, produced some really nice cod of late on the trolls. So that, that's good signs too, and great. some nice
1: fish up in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, great signs. Anything from uh, Wartook or Rocklands?
3: Uh, Rocklands has gone a little bit quiet, Merv. Um, things have backed off there a bit as the water temps drop. They're down below 10 degrees there now, and it's oh. got an inflow. So what will be happening there is the fish that have all pushed downstream, down towards the wall, will now start start to head upstream and they'll go up towards where those inflows are coming in off the Grampians. So um yeah, anyone who can tap into them up there, I think if you could find them schooled up, I think you can get some pretty good numbers in Rocklands. But water has been very quiet so far.
1: Yeah, with with Rocklands, um I must say did they they um stocked it with a fair bit of cod. How do did the cold how of the cod go into the cold water up there? Yeah look um
3: I'll they'll fly in I'll there Merv. We've had um, over two hundred thousand cotton, and two hundred thousand yellow belly put in there, and I think we're pretty close to getting, uh, I think about one hundred and fifty thousand estuary perch as well. So uh, those guys will go very well in the cold weather when the other fish become a little bit dormant. Uh, that's their time to act, and they they cruise around and they get a feed, and hopefully they don't get picked off. And you know, out of those two hundred thousand each of those species, you'd hope that probably ten to fifteen percent will get through. I mean, it sounds like a very small survival rate, but uh, if you think of ten to fifteen thousand cod and ten to fifteen thousand yellows getting through every year for the next four or five years with backup stocking, I think we're in for a pretty good time up there, and it'll turn you into a great fishery.
2: Travis Jace, how you doing, mate? Good, Jace. How are you? You're good. How are the children first? Sorry, mate. How are the kids?
3: Yeah, yeah, all good, all good,
2: <laughs> mate. They tell me that one of the best bass fisheries in Victoria is just below Rocklands. True or false?
3: Yeah, look, I've seen some absolute thumpers that have come out of uh, just below the wall of Rocklands in that first little section uh, between the wall and down towards Balmoral, Harrow down in that area. But once you get a little bit further down, it becomes Estuary Perch. But yeah, you're right in what you're saying. There's some absolute thumpers up in the, in the high 50s, and I think a couple have come out in the low 60s. So so why don't you go down onto there? One of those freight trains.
2: Trev, so why don't you go down there? Scared of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Trev, what do you call them? Riggle sticks. <laughs> Riggle sticks or the hissing walking
1: sticks, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
3: not a big fan of those things.
1: So, now, well, Murph- the, the, bass, the bass traditionally are, are a warmer weather fish, aren't they? So when it gets warm, the bass come on, but you've got to fight the snakes because <laughs> when it gets warm, they come out to play too, don't they? Yeah,
3: well, look, I think I'd rather sit here on the river in a tinny or a kayak or something like that <laughs> yeah, than look no, at the I'm, bank I'm rather than walking along you it. You
2: now, Merv, Trevor, Trevor that was a great story. He actually hooked up to a mid-50 bass at Rocklands, and just as the turn near the boat, Trevor, you already had a picture where you have, kind, of, kind of have it mounted on the wall. Oh, and it was know, on the wall. <laughs>
0: But
3: it what was happened? on the wall, and he turned and spat the hooks and That's gave it. me the bird and swam away. You
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that happens a lot to me too, mate. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, you're not on your own there. No, <laughs> but the, mate, there's plenty happening around the place, and, and uh, well, I don't want to harp on it, but it does get cold in Victoria, and, and even when it does get cold... Uh, There's a lot of options and if you're not sure about where to go, just give you a call, Victorian Inland Charters and um, head them in the direction and take them out at uh, anywhere they want to go, virtually up up your way. And do you accommodate them to it, to
3: yeah, we do have accommodation up here uh, that we can sort out for people. And, you know, I always say to people, move, and you've probably heard me say it before, the ideal scenario for up here, being so far from Geelong, Melbourne, is to come up and do an afternoon, we provide accommodation, and then do a morning. So, you know, they get the two best times of the day to fish. They go home not too worn out, and hopefully with a bag full of fish.
2: And also Lake Gildon as well, Trev?
3: Yeah, I do Yalden over in the uh, in the spring and the lead into summer. I won't go there in January because it's too busy. But uh, usually get a couple of trips in in February as well, chasing cod and and the yellow belly. And obviously Michael operates down in Geelong as well, doing the crater lakes of Bull Mary, Purimbeet. and uh, if anyone wants to look him up, Michael Evans under Victorian Inland Charter Southwest.
1: And what sort of fish? Are- do you catch those two? That, well that's closer to to Geelong. Obviously, it's just out the back of Winchelsea. Those those uh, two lakes you just mentioned there. Yeah,
3: well, down Camperdown Way, so yep. they're about an hour from Geelong, Road, but uh, not too far down the highway. And uh is renowned for its uh, for its redfin and a lovely brown trout fishery. There's been some beautiful fish over the ten pound mark come out there this year. And Bull and Mary is uh, obviously a Chinook salmon and, and rainbow trout fishery, but there is also a few big bass in there as well.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. i just showed my inept uh, geography there. I said, wouldn't you see not camper down? I always get those two mixed up, Kev. Yeah, you're not the Google Maps of the fishing world, are you? Uh, well, I, I, had, I had it in mind that I knew where the lakes were, and as soon as he said camper down, oh, geez, I get those two mixed up all the time. But um, not, not, far, not far to trouble at all you like no. picked up a um, boat and a van last year, year before, and, and travelled down there. Mate, you're two hours away from Melbourne, if that. Yeah, remember. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
3: Not hey. like your first trip to Toowoomba where you took seven hours to get here and got out of the car and said you weren't lost, you were geographically embarrassed.
1: That's, yeah. <laughs> Mate, very hard place to find Toowoomba if you're not looking for
0: it. <laughs> hey, trip, what's, the, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
3: Look, The best way is to look us up on Facebook uh, under Victorian Inland Charters and Victor- Victorian Inland Charters Southwest for Michael down in, down in Geelong and Camperdown area, but uh, you can also look us up on the internet under www.victorianinlandcharters.com.
0: And uh, beginners as well as experienced people are welcome? Everyone.
3: Yes, <laughs> everyone's welcome on the boat, and we can teach them as much as we possibly can in a session, or they can book extended sessions and get a bit of a tutorial as well, and... Yep. Uh, yeah, no, it works out really well, and most people go home with feed. Yeah. Just a
1: feed. We, we we encourage everyone to go fishing, Kevin. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Even people like you that have no idea. <laughs> well, that's so that's, what, he, that's what he's asking right. for, yeah, Trev, exactly. because he's got no idea, and he's he's half thinking about getting down there. I reckon. And I'm not. Yeah, keen, yeah. I'm
0: not keen on the yucky stuff, Trev. <laughs> <if it's laughs> no, all right, that's all right.
3: That's all right. A lot yeah, that, of it's easy. There's no uh, bait where you get your hands messy yeah, and dirty, or cold, you know, uh, Get a paper cutter, or. A, a bit of fish on your fingers I'm, in, no, I'm uh, in we can do plastics and lures so it's all good
0: you had me at no paper cuts <laughs> good on you Trevor great to catch up thanks for your time very good guys all the best cheers Trev. thanks, thanks. Trevor Holmes joining us there from Victorian Inland Fishing Charters here on Merv Hughes Fishing Terrific to hear from Trevor Holmes there from the Victorian Inland Fishing Charters. Starters,
1: yeah. And it's interesting because when it does get cold, people, a lot of people shut down. Yep. Um, and there's so many options, even within Victoria, that, yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. But if you go out, mate, you can still catch fish. And like you said, they've been catching thumping redfin up there. The the trout come on. And then as it warms up a little bit, um, you get your cod, you get your, your bass that he's talking about, you get your, your slithery sticks that he talks about. <laughs> oh, Man, no, not you. a lot of fun. Can but I ask there, one question?
0: Can just, I ask one question about fish and winter? Yes. Do they get slower? Yes, sluggish. Yes. They do.
2: Okay. The well, bigger ones become more active. The smaller fish, just just like us, now the the blood pumping through yep. the system, the, uh, the bigger ones are more prevalent. Yeah. Okay.
1: What's prevalent, mate? Busy.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Why do not you just say just,
2: yeah, just, just Just a quick footnote, just, just while Trevor's still listening to us. Trevor does a lot of microchipping up there. I'm not talking about fish. He's, he's, he used to be a professional shooter. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, of course, if you ever go to Trevor's house, most, most times he'll take you out for a fox shoot. He and, loves his fox
1: uh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, guys, yeah.
2: if you ask Trevor real nicely, if you ever go for a charter yeah. with him, just say, guys, and, of course, can we go do some microchipping?
1: But never never a, a, a more heartened or... Soulful song, rung than Fox on the run. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he gets those guns out, you want to see those things bugger off. No, thank you. Don't they thank just you. yeah, cut cats. They yeah. get going. No, no. Hmm. <laughs> All
0: right. Now tell um, us about uh, tell us about the, firstly tell us about the the show for this weekend on One HD. it's a
1: best of best of. So about four thirty five. Check your local guide. Saturday afternoon. What four thirty five?
0: Um, what's at the time or how long it runs? Four thirty
1: five. Five o'clock. Um, PM five o'clock is. Now, do
0: you,
2: do you injure yourself in this episode? No. <laughs> yes, no. there is minor yeah, surgery. No, so, minus, uh, yeah, yeah, you no, see no. the big fella but go weak in the knees. The cool. thing
1: about that too is um, put it in just to show people that if they no. do get a hook. Put but, it in. full <laughs> But I didn't put the hook in. I'm walking out of this. I is, didn't put was, the hook in deliberately, but we put it in the show <laughs> to show that if people do – when you go fishing, hooks have got barbs on them and you do get stuck. And if you, yeah. If you're there and you panic – it only makes it worse. So yep. you just got to stay calm, have a talk around. We're, we're lucky that uh, Jason Rogers was up there. Um, he knew how to extract the hook. Yep. Um, and I've seen it done before, and I've had, had it done before a yeah, couple I'm of sure times. Yeah. But just to, to see it done, how smoothly it works. Yep. If you know, if you've got someone around who knows what they're doing get it done there otherwise you just have to go in and uh, come in and, and go into a hospital or a doctor yep. to get it done but yep. don't don't cut the hook don't Do we see you getting the through.
0: tetanus shot after and stuff as well or No mate. Oh, oh,
1: no, mate. no self-respecting
0: german live in your body
1: anyway <laughs> oh, is that right? no, don't be like that be be joke. Joke. so it's it's a best of show um, it's a, the last show of the series uh been running for 10 weeks and uh, been good been good fun so um, as we said, this podcast is an extension on that. So if you want to know anything about fishing, uh, contact us and, and we'll have a talk about it. So yep. And
0: we should mention good, there's a Facebook page too that yes, you can go to if you use fishing. Yep. And, and uh, you can catch back episodes of, uh, of the series too if you want to have a look at yeah, where your boys that, have been.
2: That's right, Kev. Yeah, 10 playcom Yep. Yeah, it's always the last the last four episodes. Yeah, so yeah, they're pretty good. You can know, always we'll catch those any time.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Tips for people at this time of the year: what should what should you be thinking about? What should you be doing? We talk about up. upgrading and and doing all that sort of Rug stuff. Up. Is there any is there any new thing around in fish? I, I get that. I heard that. Is Rug there anything up. new around that you should be looking at?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's that's what the the boat shows for. That. All the boat shows are done during the winter. So the, the guys go from Melbourne, I think they go up to Sydney. Uh, they, they, they've got a couple Sanctuary of shows Cove over as in well. Adelaide. Yep, Sanctuary yep. Cove up in Queensland. And all it is is about new ideas. If you're upgrading your boat, this is it. Um, all, all the um, motor manufacturers have got... Um, new releases yep. so they're, they're trying to push those on and, and just telling people um, you know why theirs is, is better than the rest um, so but it's just a, an interesting time and if you want to get in any information and a lot of guys say that the shows are dying they're not as big as they were 20 25 years ago and yep. the reason for that is now if people want to get information they, they can go on the internet Yeah. Um, so they're finding that um, people are doing a lot of research on the internet and then coming in with all the facts and figures and this telling, is what I want, yes. telling the salesman yep. exactly, you know, this, this is what this this does, is this correct? And, you know, they, they quite often are, are more knowledgeable than the salesman because they've actually researched a specific item.
0: We could probably do a whole show on this, but I wanted to ask, is it like golf clubs in terms that yes. should be fitted for, a, for a, a rod and reel and all that sort oh, of
1: stuff? It's, it's like golf clubs in the fact the more you do, the better you get, the better grade you get. You need to. Yeah. So okay. on our show, we use Shimano. And Shimano have got a great range because they've got entry level. Yep. And they've got the top end level. Yeah. Okay. And they've got everywhere in between. Yeah. And and most manufacturers do that, don't they? But yeah. you, don't, you don't just start and go out and buy a… A $1,000 rod and reel package. <laughs> yeah, I so, you, you, so. Mate, you just ease into it. <laughs> yep. And it's like anything. You, know, you get into it. If you enjoy it, um, you spend more time in it. If you're going to spend more time in it, you're going to spend more money. Yep. Yep. Well, they're exactly like golf then.
0: Yeah. Uh, and there are, I imagine, just like golf, there's a million gadgets you could buy. And, and uh, have you? Is everyone? And just and just like we've got golf, golf mates who've got it. We've got a mate who buys every
1: single gadget there is in the No shop. names mentioned, Mick Bisby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not going to mention any names. But we call him Batman yeah. on the course. We just call him. Batman. he's got more toys than anyone else. Yeah, utility and fishing, belt, But I, I say fishing and golf is is very similar is that you've got busy golfers yeah. and you've got you've got busy fishermen that you sit there like mate mate Cole gets out, he'll throw line out the back, all he's got, hook, sinkers, bait, that's it. Yep. You go out with other guys, they've got all the bells and whistles. Yep. And mate, the, the journey is watching them decide, and I suppose I'm a little bit like this, watching them decide which lure they're going to use. <laughs> Cause they they've got 15 boxes and yeah. they open them up and they're looking at them. And, oh, you know, this, one, oh, this yep. one, you confuse yourself. You it, can confuse even yourself. Even the drink bottle becomes oh. a, an accessory, oh, yes. a much yeah. cherished accessory
0: yeah. that defies
1: description. Yeah. Oh, no, but it's, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And the more you get into it, obviously the more knowledgeable you get. Um, but like golf, Dangerous. quite often, you don't get any better at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because
1: yeah. the fish are just in there
0: going, no, yeah. we're not biting anyway, don't we?
1: Well, they, I still reckon one of the, the best stories of all time, down at Apollo Bay with the kids, and this is years ago, walk out onto the pier, and it would have been middle of winter, so it would have been school holidays, uh, so it would have been this time of year, and uh, walk out on the pier, and there's a bloke there with two kids, and he's not looking all that happy. And I just walked out things going, how do you reckon things are going? And like, mate, sorry to ask. He said, Oh no, mate, I really don't mean to be grubby, but I've gone down a sports store, bought these kids rod and rule combos for about $29.95. So we got down there and and the rod that goes shooting off into the drink <laughs> was my G Loomis <laughs> with my shirano reel that, that cost him about $1,200, $1,300. He said, could have taken a cheap one? No! <laughs> you, you can't help but laugh. But um, but you hear those stories all the time, and, and it's amazing that I reckon the fish just take the good ones. Yep. They, they they have a look around. They go up and say, right, oh, that's a 1990s. No, I don't want that one. I've been in it for a long time. I want the G Loomis. I want the snows. Shimano real, I'm going to cop that one when he's not looking. <laughs> last, last, his description of it. Last time I saw it, it was like a torpedo just <laughs> going off in the water there. <laughs> Uh, good Put them stuff. two them the side of the Bismarck, they were. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Now, 1HD, 4.30 yeah. around 4.35 o'clock yep. on Saturdays. Or 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, okay, yeah. before 4.35ish, <laughs> you know, it moves like we'll check your local a 5 o'clock start.
1: And the other thing we've got to do this time knowledge. of year is check regulations. We've been talking about trout fishing. Yeah. Um, trout season's closed. Oh, okay. Um, so you can't keep them. And quite obviously when you're fishing, if you're targeting yellow belly and anything else, you might pull up a trout. You can catch them, but you can't keep them. Okay. Um, but in in lakes and, and yeah, there,
2: yeah. areas like Tolondo, Lake yeah. Illawarra,
1: it's, it's just the right. it's just and the, there's um, no closed season small on Murray cod at Illawarra. Yeah, where do you correct. find that stuff out? For those oh, of just, us who don't know, um, big fish, just, yeah, big yeah, fish, okay, big fish. All yeah. right,
0: yeah. all right, good on your boys. Thank you for that. Uh, catch the show uh, Saturday afternoon. Best of and Merv gets injured, so that's got to be good. It's like a it's like a long <laughs> version of Australia's funniest home videos. Uh, that's not funny. It, it, Great it television. It will be it will be hysterical. I can't wait. I'm I'm looking forward. Time the one the right
1: show now. up. Kevin, he goes
2: <laughs> quiet for the first
0: Pod, time ever. Podcast,
1: <laughs> podcast two is uh, over. Shut up, Kevin. Hughes fishing, thank you very much. <laughs>